0: Launch Director NTD, our launch team is ready to proceed at this time. JMC is in full effect. My name is Felix C. Arroyo. I am the host of the Journeyman Chronicles podcast, and you are here for episode 60. I know you are. Welcome back. Let's keep this thing moving. Okay, the season is beautiful right now. Spring is in full effect. My seasonal allergies are gone. It's done. Okay, I might have a little, maybe just a little traffic in the respiratory area, but I can just, you know, quickly take care of that as opposed to two weeks ago. My God, I was shut Down, I was shut down, yo. But it's good, it's cool. I keep it moving, as they say, okay. And nonetheless, we keep it moving right here. I hope you all been staying busy and beautiful and staying vibrant and doing yard work and getting your mulch thrown down. You know what I'm saying? Killing the weeds, cutting that grass at a nice three, four inch height. Maybe, maybe four to five, depending on your vice. You know what I mean? i know some of y'all may not know what i'm talking about but when you get to a certain age you just you just get in the yard work fuck did i just say that it doesn't really matter because we're going on to episode 60 and this week i've been talking to somebody check it out y'all know the brown skin girl logo i was talking to keisha finney this is her shit i bought this about eight months ago uh it's the brown skin girl dad hat and there's different styles, and there's also different types of merch, you gotta get on the website right here, where we at, beep, 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 check it out, okay? Because Lank City has all of her vibrant artwork all over it, and you gotta check her out on Instagram, and you gotta check her out on on Facebook, you gotta check her her, her website out, she's making moves, people know who this woman is, and if you don't, you've been sleeping under a rock. I got to finally chop it up with her, took some time, she's busy, but we made it happen. We made it happen. She stopped by. We had a great conversation about not only artwork, but, you know, life, life with her family, life with her friends in artwork, how busy she is, how she tries to make shit at work. And sometimes it's not that easy. We talk about her health issues. She's dealing with some health issues that make, you know, the pursuit for her career. It kind of makes it hard. And we laugh. We talked about some deep shit and some funny shit and some great shit. And you know what? i curse on this podcast how about that so if you don't like that sorry for you but it makes me feel comfortable to curse and uh we definitely got into some dope shit and we definitely probably cursed a a time or two anyway let's get right into it this is episode 60 keisha finney brown skin girl let's go When it comes to the work, and I'm glad you brought that up because you are everywhere Mm -hmm. and you're working. Um, And one of the things that I appreciate about what I'm seeing from you is like, it's always a a consistent, authentic look. You're you're, you're never just like, I'm here for the picture. I'm here. Look at me. Look at me. It's Mm -hmm. almost like. I'm working, and working, and working, and I'm doing different things at different places, but you're involved. The community is always a part of a project that you're working on. Um, can you share with me, like, how that started for you? Were you always, were you a people person and you got savvy with the community before?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so, no. <laughs> no, I mean...
1: I was always in high school. I was always like the quiet girl with her headphones in. I went yeah. to McCasky. So like they had arts and humanities. I was just like taking all arts classes. Like I had friends and people knew of me because I did play basketball. Okay. Um so like I I was just always quiet I guess and didn't really it was hard for me to open up and I like learning now I was like going after going through therapy and all those all those things like I realized it was just a lot of me being in my own head a lot of the times um but yeah I was definitely not like a people person as people see me now and like (laughs) doing interviews and stuff like this was like very nerve-wracking for me like in school, I hated doing it. My face would always turn bright red. Like sometimes I still get really nervous. I just had to do a, a speech down at the Wear Center um, for International Women's Day, and I was sweating yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> on the stage, like I was just <laughs> like, "That's still not my thing," and like I'm still getting used to that. But like I always told myself, like I'm doing it for the sake of my art. Yeah. So and that's kind also, of always what pushed. It's me. Also,
0: like breaking out of your bubble is healthy, even yeah. though it's it's it can be frightening. Because I'm the same way. I'm, I'm introvert, like to the untinct yeah. degree. Yeah, if
1: you don't see me, I'm usually in my room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And
0: there's times where my wife is like, she wants to go out, and I'm like, ah, I really was just hoping to just sit right there, you know, and just <laughs> glue my eyes to the TV. But um, I've always. I've always appreciated when I see other people who like can understand that approach on life, where it's just like, nah, really, I just keep to myself. Uh, I totally said I was going to make that easier it's for okay. you, and I totally did. It's okay, I can maneuver it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, being an introvert, and, and I'm assuming that's safe to say that you you identify with that. Um, mm-hmm. What, how, how has what you do now helped you through the introvert life, where you're like, okay, I. I know who I am and I like my privacy, but I also need to, if I want, if I want this to take off, if I want to be seen and recognized and respected, you are going to have to like show face and be involved. And Mm -hmm. has that slowly over these a few years gotten easier for you?
1: Yeah, it's definitely gotten easier for me as, as in the part of like second guessing myself or like thinking about how anxious i'm going to be before the event sometimes i like if i know it's an event that i should be at i just say yes and like deal with the the gotcha. nerves and stuff before and gotcha just show up
0: so you right away you you're like yep and then yeah. you're gonna deal with that shit like. yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's kind of how a that's lot of good, a lot of things go yeah
0: yeah it's like that knee-jerk reaction where it's like yeah and then like you're like oh, I i yeah oh, okay I guess I just said yes to that so yeah. now I have or to. or I run
1: it by people and they're like I think you should do this and I'm just like dang it's like <laughs> all right now <laughs> I, I shouldn't have asked somebody because now I feel like I need to I mean and it's not a, a sense of guilt but I try to think that like they believe that I can do it so well I'm sure I should, they do why yeah. should I believe that
0: and that's a I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because um the believing in yourself like for me it's it's always been a challenge even though deep down I knew I I'm qualified for whatever it is we're talking about. I Mm -hmm. can do that, Mm -hmm. but I'm terrified of Mm
1: -hmm. a, B
0: and C and and that gets in my way. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, like with the podcast, for whatever reason, I, I don't get nervous, even though there's nerves there. I just, there's something. And I'm like, okay, then that's the thing. So I'm assuming for you, is it, is it what you're doing now with your art where it's like, I find it. Do you find it? As, if I say yes right away, it'll be okay because I know deep down inside, like, I'm nice with yeah, this. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, I always know, like, as difficult as it sounds in the beginning, I know I'm gonna get it done. Like, yeah. when I said I was gonna do my solo show, I was going crazy all the months and I had to finish the last portrait. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna get it done. But then, like, deep down, I'm like, I know I always get this shit done. Why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, you were good under pressure.
1: I do, and it's not good. I don't like it. Some, I don't. But I, I don't sometimes like it the, is you know, good. I heard. I, I really try not to procrastinate. I've been doing. <laughs> I've been. <laughs> I really wasn't like a procrastinator in school or anything. Like I always did my schoolwork. Always got it done quick. Always got all my art projects done in school quick. But I feel like the aspect of running the business and everything as well as being artist, I kind of got it down to a science where like I can work fast if I want to. I just work more comfortably when I'm working at my own pace. Yeah. So it's like sometimes I. I don't feel like painting or I'm not in the mindset and I just don't do it. Or I just sit there and look at something for hours and don't pick up the brush when I should. Yeah. So I'm just like, I could have had this done a while ago if I would just keep doing it. But <laughs> people don't see that part. That, they it, just see the finished product and they're like, wow, you're doing a lot. And I'm like, yeah, yeah but you don't yeah. see me going crazy. <laughs> so,
0: and that's good to hear. Nobody has to see that part. Some
1: people do. My, my close friends and I go. feel bad for taking it out on them sometimes, but I'm thankful that they, they understand my, Yeah. Craziness.
0: Um, I think having a good, like crew of people around you your tribe i think like you have to keep certain people like you have to put certain people in that bubble because mm-hmm. you are going to show them all sides like you're going to be vulnerable as, as fuck in front of them yeah and i so the, yeah it, it, well yeah but they <laughs> got
1: introvert it's not something that i love doing either so even yeah.
0: with the people that you're very close to that's difficult for you
1: it is it is yeah um it It. i'm working at it but there. it just depends on the person i think and i feel like that has to go with like childhood trauma and that's a whole different conversation of like different aspects of relationships and things like that. Gotcha. Um, But yeah, I feel like there's definitely, I have friends that I can talk to about certain things that are like, I can really be myself and open up to them.
0: So are you constantly playing the game of like, I can't, I'm not going to divulge everything to this person. I'm not going to, I have to keep some things to myself because of the fear of exposing yourself, like being vulnerable yeah like sometimes i i catch myself doing that with people that i probably shouldn't in my life because they're they're the most beneficial people that i need
1: yeah nail on it's like yeah this shouldn't be that hard with the people that i love yeah but i'm going to therapy i'm working on it that's cool (laughs) that's cool how long have
0: you been going to therapy
1: um i think i started going maybe when i was like 26 27 that's awesome Yeah, it was, it was probably the hardest decision, like just realizing that I needed help, but I knew I did. Um, But then just like showing up, like going to my first appointment, driving there, it was just so nerve wracking. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I didn't know how to get in there. I just felt nervous. But like, I've known my therapist for a while now. That's awesome. it's, yeah.
0: I did therapy um, and uh, it was like 10 years ago. I went for almost a year. Um, I was in the middle of, of... a divorce and and I was going through some things and you're right it's like you're driving I drove all the way to Ephrata
1: oh that's too long I would have been like <laughs> nah <laughs> now that I think about it you're probably right there was a lot of
0: faking on the way there yeah. um but yeah it's like it's like you have to show up like mm-hmm. you have to make that uh that commitment to yourself and it's like what would you be telling somebody else that you love if you saw them go, you'd be saying okay you got to do this well then I got to fucking do it but it's hard it's hard like um
1: it's hard to admit to yourself yeah yeah Yeah. and I feel like in my family aspects none of my family has gone to therapy and I feel like they all need it so like it's like me going to therapy and doing the work but then still being around certain people and relationships in my life that I can't necessarily cut off but it's like setting boundaries which I didn't have growing up so I'm learning a lot about boundaries and you're breaking a lot of uh,
0: generational what are they called? Not I don't want to say generational curses, but generational habits, if you will. Like yeah. there are things that that you're breaking, and you're starting something new. D- do you see that? Like you're starting something new that you will pass on. Be it if you, it's going to be your children or your niece or nephew or whatever, or, mm. or or children that are close to you now. They see that. Yeah. Because there, you're right. Like there's you're used as a when you're involved with a family that doesn't want to, and I know this personally, that mm-hmm. doesn't want to like acknowledge things like, y'all don't see that this shit thing. It's unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and you decide to make that decision on yourselves. It's a very lonely feeling because mm-hmm. you don't have a family that can, that can, did you have family to back you up in that regard since they weren't paying attention to their own trauma in a way?
1: Um, They, they like I tell my parents and stuff that I go to therapy, but like, uh, Like, I just feel like they're stuck in their ways and not kind of, like, acknowledging the trauma that they have caused, too. Gotcha. But, like, it's it's weird. My family doesn't sit down and have, like, conversations Mm -hmm. like this. Yeah. So, like, it's really hard for me to figure out how to do that with them in, like, a non—of them not taking defense and being confrontational. And then, like, we're all acting like each other in the same room at the same time (laughs) being crazy. But, yeah, that's just—
0: I think that's what we yeah. deal with. I mean, I'm—I'll be 44, so I'm a few decades, I believe, older than you right now. I'm
1: 30.
0: Okay, I'm, well, I'm still a little—I <laughs> still—I still wear that hat <laughs> Just a little bit. But Just a little bit. But I, uh, yeah. you know, my parents are the the boomer mm-hmm. era, and uh, and it's always—I feel like the generation now, the era now, is—I um, don't want to say hyper focused, but there is a spotlight on mental health um and and it's there's a lot more conversation where where the era before it was very taboo yeah
1: like there's nothing wrong with you be quiet yeah or (laughs) yeah
0: and 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 i remember it was almost like like you're not going to therapy we don't do that Mm -hmm. um and so like i love that the conversation now like even as small as this podcast and as much as you're sharing, it's still like leaps and bounds ahead of what our parents were doing mm-hmm. at our age. Um, sure. So I commend you. Like, I mean, Thank going you. to therapy is not—it's not, it's not a, a a small feat. It's a big deal. Yeah. Um. So congr- uh, congr- congratulations. <laughs> Fuck Thank it. Why you. not? Right. Congratulations to you too. Thank you. <laughs> Have you felt because of going to therapy? Uh, has that helped with your career endeavors? Your your art?
1: Yeah, I was actually, I just had therapy yesterday. I was uh, talking to my ther- therapist about um, me uh, being an artist and how, um, like, being a woman and learning about my emotions and how that kind of transfers into my art now. Well, as, like, when I first started making work, I wasn't in therapy in, like, 2017 when I made my, like, big piece called The Journey. Okay. Um. So putting that was the piece at the time that had my most like feelings of my personal self into it so like as time went on i didn't realize me learning more about myself it was easier for me to share that through my art too. got you so do you yeah.
0: do you still do that are you still expressing your yourself is it easier still through art even though you're going to therapy are you able to talk more about it without doing the art or is it always yeah
1: i feel like i'm definitely um, it's easier for me to talk more about my feelings and open up um, other than just my art. But I I love having that release to be able to do that in my art too so I can express myself in in personal ways. Like I did a drawing the other day about like my stomach issues and things that I go through. And like, I, ne- I normally like wouldn't have done something that personal, but I feel like me evolving as an artist, people want to know more about who I am as Keisha Finney and not just the art that they see yeah. around, so...
0: I think that's cool too yeah. because especially what like what we have at our disposal with social media uh, it's easy to mm-hmm. just to just um slide with the here's my art and I don't want to really dig mm-hmm. in but people do want to they want to get to know who who that person is who's yeah. Keisha Finney mm-hmm. um and so when you mentioned your stomach problems, what do you mind talking yeah. about that? Or yeah, no, that's wrong. What, what, what exactly do you do um, with it? So,
1: I have gastroparesis, um, and okay. it's a delaying of the emptying of the stomach. Okay. Um, so, I have to watch what I eat, and um, certain things don't sit right, we- right with me. And, like, in the beginning, I was getting sick, and, like, 2011 oh, wow. um it was like right after high school and I, I feel like a lot of it was me working at the hospital because I got a job at Lancaster General like oh, wow. being a housekeeper oh gotcha um oh, wow. <laughs> so okay. I was cleaning like heart rooms and things like that hmm. um but I did see a holistic doctor recently um that kind of confirmed that like the chemicals and things were kind of probably jeez what yeah. caused that um and then I also had to have my gallbladder removed um okay of, like in 2018 Okay. Um yeah, so it was like a combination of of those issues, but it's it's been getting easier like as the years go on as I'm learning different things that work for my stomach and different techniques or routines that kind of work for my body because everyone that has this condition, it, it's all different. Yeah. And so, it's it's navigation for sure.
0: Sure, absolutely. And you're you're changing That's a lifestyle change. I'm assuming. Yeah, Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, (laughs) it's so hard. Like
1: eating is not always enjoyable for me. As as (laughs) you have to eat certain things. Is that why? I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if I go out to eat, it's usually I go somewhere that I know that I've eaten something there before that I can sure that I can eat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's not fun. It's not. It's not a fun thing. But I'm I'm hopeful that things will get better.
0: When when it when you couple that with your the 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 angst and the stress mm-hmm. and the anxiety. Oh, that yeah, that I would help think. Either. Oh my god! So when you have a show, and I yeah. like to get into it, the show at the Wear Center, the Brown Girl, the Brown Girl, the Brown Skin Girl, Brown Skin Girl. Yes. Forgive me. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have that yes. opening night, are you balance? You're balancing. You're juggling a lot of things here.
1: Yeah, my stomach was actually <laughs> bothering me that whole week um so i'm glad the opening went well yeah (laughs) but yeah it was great and then we had the after party at a concrete rose um i drank probably more than i should have and my stomach was feeling it the next day but it was okay so there's some
0: things where you're like i i can i can make this work yeah yeah this is worth it
1: (laughs) yeah yeah sometimes i just i mean before like if i would do that sometimes i would be down for a whole week straight and it would really affect like when i was working jobs for other people and not myself it was bad. Like I almost lost a few jobs because of that. Um, Yeah. And it was just very stressful to always have to call on somebody like. Yeah. And then not really understanding the, the depth of me being sick and they're not seeing me like hunched over puking all week and stuff like that. But, yeah.
0: You find that, that is that common for you that um the having to explain and then still not seeing the acknowledgement on the other end, like, okay, they 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 see that I'm in pain. Like, sometimes you can't see what I'm feeling, in I'm assuming yeah. do you deal with that.
1: Yeah, Some like, you probably, you can't tell that I'm sick as, as sick as I am, because I probably, I look healthy on the outside, and for years, like, they would tell me that nothing was wrong with me, and it was just so frustrating. Sure. And, like, my mom hated it, because she knew it was like gallbladder issues too, because she had hers out, and she would get sick the same way that I did. Wow. Um. But yeah, it was, it's like, I'm down for the count when I'm sick. Like you can't, I can't do anything. It's yeah. It's really bad. I just, yeah. It's so that, that that's <laughs> a
0: crippling that can take over your schedule. That can take. Oh, over for your... sure. Yeah. yeah. I was
1: saying in my post, um, I was working on a mural at the time, um, that I did over on Mary street with the friendship park gallery. That was the first one that I was working on, but I got sick that week that I was supposed to be working and took me out for a few days and I couldn't even show up to help. Like I just, I tried to show up towards the end, but like that, time that i was supposed to be there it was totally interfered because of that gotcha and then i also did a, another one with shauna yorty that was over on locust street um with the candles um okay. and, and then light ministries yeah um but yeah i got sick the last the last weekend we were working on that too so it's yeah it's like it's very yeah up or down you never know
0: and that could be frustrating i'm sure it and is but you oh, sometimes you just want to do your work you yeah just, yeah yeah well I think the fact that you've been doing what you have been doing, mm-hmm. like you're right, like <laughs> me looking at you, I, I can't see that, yeah. and me seeing the work that you're doing, I can't tell, like oh, well, you can tell, she kind of slid a little bit on that, like I can't see <laughs> yeah. that. Um, so I, I I commend you, uh, brown skin girl, uh, the the wear center. This is something that you just recently did, and the reason why I'm starting there is because. Uh, like i've alluded to earlier it's like i see you grinding and working and you're networking you got so many people that are surrounding you um can you like can you take me back to the beginning is that possible for you like how of of this journey of this oh well the series but more so like you're always somewhere mm-hmm. doing a mural. Mm-hmm. You've got your, uh, the Wear Center, the Brown Skin Girl uh, sh- exhibit. You got your pieces everywhere. Like it, it just didn't happen like that for you. I'm no, sure it was. No, it did not. Yeah. So what was your first, what was your first piece that you did on display? Can, can like, you, like in the public? There? Sure.
1: Um, excuse me. Um, yeah. So this would probably be the beginning of the pandemic. Um, okay. Um, well, I did do a small kind of mural on the outside of Annex 24 Gallery that was on Walnut Street. Um, it was a black-owned gallery, and I was a resident artist there, um, but they didn't make it through the pandemic. So, But that was probably like a panel that was like five foot by eight foot. Okay. Um, and it was like where our space is now, I think, um, the vintage store, and they have like the okay, panels yeah. outside right there. Yeah, yeah. So it was one of those. But then the biggest one that I did um, was – the pandemic, the COVID murals. Um, I applied for the call that they put out for the COVID murals. Um, and that was, I never did a mural that size before and we had 10 days to do it. And wow. <laughs> that was insane. But everybody was off of work, so we were all home. So we yeah. kind of had time to do it. But yeah, I never did anything like that before. Um, and having to do that in 10 days. And I, my friend at the time, she... Um, was a CNA. So I was helping watch her son while she was at work and like keep him at my house because COVID was really bad and nobody wanted to like contaminate their kids when they came home from work. From work, So he was at my house so I would paint in the night and I was doing that all through the night f- for those 10 days. Um, wow. But yeah, that was the first mural that I did and then shortly after George Floyd was killed and then um, we organized the mural downtown um, at PCAD. And okay. like since that day, like my career has like
0: yeah, changed. And there's a lot of activism in your art. Yeah. W- and one way or another, you are speaking about something that's important to you.
1: Yeah. And I feel like the COVID mural, I kind of, I guess kind of gave me that name as in putting my art as activism. Okay. Um, Cause I never really did any work that I thought was activism before then. I mean, I paint a lot of black women. So that in itself is activism. Sure. If you think about it, because it's not really seen in history and like, I was just at the Philadelphia Museum of Art. You don't see, I wasn't seeing any black art in there. And that's the only thing I was thinking about. Like, hmm. Wow. <laughs> but yeah. So the the COVID mural was the first one that I that I did, and then I just everything just started taking off from yeah. there. Was
0: that always? Were you always hip to that? Like, this is this is the art that I want to do, or were you just like, I'm just doing what I love, and it just happened to be. The the activism work, you know, um, there's the people of color being voiced and and described Mm -hmm. through your artwork. Like, has that always been something that was on your mind or or not?
1: Um, I feel like maybe subconsciously and not really knowing because I wasn't in art school or anything like that. So I feel like
0: you didn't do any art school.
1: No, I didn't. That's I'm self taught cool. Yeah. I took, That's pretty cool. I took a class at PCAD, um, gotcha. in high school. Cause, um, McCaskey has a dual enrollment program Okay, where you can take a college class and they would pay for it. Okay. So it was really cool. Um, but the class that I actually took at PCAD was all black and white. You couldn't use any color. Ah. <laughs> and all my stuff is really colorful yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> was
0: that challenging? It was. Yeah. It was.
1: It was it was really challenging. I mean, I did good, of course, because like that's just how I, I am, how I'm-, I'm wired. There you go. <laughs> so black but, and
0: white shades of it or Yeah, or, okay. it was like
1: all monochromatic okay. class. You couldn't like we were making stuff like I had to make a portrait out of rocks of my face and okay. and they were different shades of grays gotcha. and i just like glued them onto a board it was stuff like it was like weird different yeah, stuff like yeah. that so it was kind of cool um but before then what was the question again
0: uh the the work that you're doing the yeah. the activism was that always a part of it or with that, that you said that it happened yeah. subconsciously
1: yeah i mean i feel like as an artist i always paint myself or women who look like me yeah um, just because I guess it's what I'm used to seeing, and I told you before, it's uh, not really seen in the history books. I mm-hmm. didn't learn about black artists or anything in school. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to like make that stamp in in history. And I think you have. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think the work that you're doing, I think it's fair to say that if if people want you on board said project, that they're they're they know what they're getting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that grind. And the reason why I wanted you to start from the beginning because it's easy for people to just see like look what you're look what you're doing mm-hmm. and it's like yeah but it it it, it takes
1: time years it yeah it takes
0: years it takes commitment <laughs> it takes like sort of like fuck this I'm done no I'm not oh yeah like, that was a few days ago
1: <laughs> 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 that's why I've been on social media for the last few days I'm just like I'm I'm really tired I just don't feel like doing it and yeah if I could stay off like the whole month of April would be great, but I have to promote this show that I'm doing. So
0: yeah. <laughs> how is, how is the, the promoting, um, the, one of the things I appreciate and, and I'm wholeheartedly being honest because I, I empathize with this or excuse mm-hmm. me, sympathize with this is that you, you will be vulnerable in your posting And like, I, I don't know how to do this. I need help whatever it is you're doing. Oh, yeah. And it's like... The it took
1: me a while to, to be that comfortable, but I feel like I have so many connections on there. Y- yeah. And even if I look stupid asking, I'm going to ask it I don't think you look answer. stupid at all, though, because <laughs> yeah. I
0: think it would be foolish of you to act like you know what you're doing and you're constantly not getting the end result that you want
1: it's funny because i feel like i act like i know what i'm doing a lot or people probably kind of perceive me that way or think that i know it all that's different i, I get though. people saying that that's different me. though <laughs> but yeah i don't
0: think you want to be like i seriously i don't know what For i'm doing the sake of my
1: art i will ask any question that i need yeah. to yeah yeah
0: i was about to say so that journey of like i um, doing shit on your own mm-hmm. the creative and the admin part Ugh. i have a hard time with that personally me too Okay, great. where I feel like I'm, I procrastinate a lot on the like I need to I want to LLC my shit. I ever I've tried it once and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Like I'm sure uh, I could if I stopped focusing on this and just dove in because I can't multitask.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I actually reached out to people on Facebook and I found a free link. Um, people from Penn State um, that are in law will walk you through how to set up an LLC for free see i can give you that link i, I got it. you but appreciate yeah i just ask everybody on facebook um because i always want to make sure the legal stuff is right that's what yeah. always scared me like not many people in my family have a business and i can't go to them and ask them these questions so like i'm just scared that the government's gonna come get me yeah well, i, <laughs> like, I can understand. I, I was right? never yeah. audited or anything like that so like i i'm gonna pay my taxes when i when taxes are due so i don't have to pay a big lump sum at the end of the year
0: yeah you want to make sure everything's on the up and up yeah yeah you want to make it right and make i don't want to be on the front page of nothing (laughs) yeah no
1: yeah no because yeah i'm i'm on the front page for good things i don't need to to be on the front page for nothing you don't want that but yeah i i'm just really thankful that i have people that i follow that i can reach out to or that i can text or one call away when i have a question
0: yeah let's talk about the the people that you're surrounding yourself with i i I, I know from what i see but I, I would like you to to just further elaborate uh there are you, you mentioned a concrete rose yes so i immediately think of evita and solis yes um but are who 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 is in your circle right now that is keeping you going is it is it the people that you started with or does it end up being people that end up kind of coming in as you're opening these doors into the new the rooms that you're walking in?
1: I feel like it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, I've, I have I definitely have a group of friends that I started with from high school that are always there if I ever need to call them for, for anything. Um, but I do have a few other uh, best friends that keep me sane that aren't necessarily artists, too. Um, And Navita and Solis and the Soul Tribe, they're always a call away and they always understand. And I can be vulnerable with them and tell them I'm not having a good day or like anything. I I can call her for it. So it's really really great. Um, But other people that I've worked with too, um, even if I make a post or people will reach out and do things for me without even me being in the room, which is really... Something that I never had or felt like I had growing up since I felt like I was always in like survival mode and fending for myself as a child and having all these emotions and not knowing how to express them. So it's really relieving to know that I have people behind me that are willing to do whatever I ask for or whatever I need. Um, not that I'm not the best at asking for help sometimes for certain (laughs) things for myself, like for my art. Yeah. I'll ask questions, but like for my personal self and self care, I'm still working on it, but people that care about me are always offering and letting me know that it's okay to to take a break.
0: Yeah. And and I, and I certainly wasn't name dropping. I wanted to Mm -hmm. make the point that um, it really doesn't matter. uh, who's doing what one of the things i'm realizing is it doesn't matter who's doing what once you start um allowing yourself to be vulnerable a but b like putting yourself out there you'll start seeing like there are genuinely good people even though we only see this 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 big um image of them through social media through television through whatever when you get to know them on a personal level you you can very well connect and bond with the right people mm-hmm. um, that are doing big things.
1: Yes. There's so many people doing great things in Lancaster and my art has connected me to them like in all the t- kinds of ways. So like, yeah. I'm super thankful for that too. Like the art community that like my friends at SO I've met so many people in the last three years that I probably don't even remember their names and I feel so bad. Yeah, People would just say hi to me. And I think it's, it's really cool. Like when I'm out and about and, I can know somebody walking down the street because I've always been this introverted, quiet yeah. girl. You know, so it's like it's different for me, but it's it's very uh, welcoming.
0: Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of growth. Yeah, yeah. That, that have you exp- have you noticed that about yourself? Do you reflect on like your personal growth when it comes to the the shyness or the the want- wanting to keep things close and then having to open yourself up? And- oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I feel like
1: now that I'm thirty. I get emotional for so many things and I would just hide it all the time. But now I just cry for no reason yeah. <laughs> and I'm not afraid to. There you go. Um, But yeah, I've, I've definitely been more okay with being human.
0: There and, you go. Yeah. I think that's cool. Um, yeah. I never heard it put that way. But Yeah. <laughs> I think it's okay being human and like accepting.
1: Yeah. Cause I'm always like always this strong. I feel like I'm always had to be strong and
0: you feel it's harder for a woman of color. Oh yes. that has that you have to be strong, obviously. Yeah. But then it's like I have to show everybody.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely harder being a woman of color. Um, yeah, I, I mean, even before I was working art full time, just even in the workplace, and sometimes being the only colored person in yeah. the room, and even now being an artist, sometimes I am the only colored person in these rooms when I go to these events. Um, but I know that there's genuine people in the room, like you said um but yeah it's still always something that like is the first thing that i think sure of.
0: i think that's like i think like i've always felt like like we are conditioned to mm-hmm. think that way yeah it's just in our body to be like the first thing i'm thinking about is how many who i'm gonna sit with yeah
1: <laughs> i'm gonna go sit with the black people like, a,
0: a, 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 yeah. i don't know this guy but i know he's puerto rican right. so at least we can chop it up a little you know but I, and that's like it's like um I don't want to say it's a shame to think that way it's just, like way. It's just yeah. yeah and it's just like you, that's the way that we grew up that's the way I grew up mm-hmm. and so when you see uh people like you you immediately want to just uh, have that connection so I appreciate you saying that because uh, sometimes a lot of people think that that's that's not the right thing to just disc- to, to talk about and I'm like I don't think I, don't, I think we're shining a different light on it yeah
1: I, but it's not even in that in a bad way I would say um because like I'm the most friendly person I'll be I'll be friend anybody yes. and I try to be nice to people like no matter what they look like or a no matter right. who they are, or what they do just, I feel like me being an artist and growing up as that quiet girl in school, like I've always felt like I wasn't seen. So just saying hi to person, somebody could make like a big difference. Right. Yeah.
0: Do you feel uh, when you, when you're saying I, um, I wasn't seen you're, 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 being seen now. Yes. How do you handle that? Like, how do you, what are you doing in your life? Uh, We talked about the lifestyle change, obviously, but Mm -hmm. is there anything else that you're doing? Is it always through your art? I noticed, I noticed the, my henna, the henna. Yeah. Is that, is that, that's always on there. Are you always doing that?
1: I do henna tattoos as well. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. So you've probably seen me before COVID. I mean, in the beginning of COVID. So I wasn't able to do much henna on people, but um, before then, I was working at a salon and doing henna tattoos there part-time and working at the front desk. Um, but then I met a few women at the salon who were like on school per uh, parent PTO boards and stuff like that. Um, and, they were wanting to hire me to come do their post-proms for the kids. So, like, I would go do henna tattoos at, like, till, like cool. 3 a.m. So, it was really cool. Yeah. And then even McCaskey hired me back to come do it for them. But things have been really weird since COVID. So, like, a lot of festivals, are they're kind of coming back, but – I I pick and choose which festivals I want to do now just because I want to know if it's like going to get the right foot traffic. And and in the beginning, I was doing everything that I could because, you know, I'm trying to get my name out there Mm -hmm. and make money and quit my part time job. Yeah. But now I'm thankful that I can pick and choose which things that I want to do and what I know is going to be a benefit.
0: How was the experience of COVID for you since you're very you like to keep things to yourself and Mm -hmm. Because through conversations, I, COVID comes up a lot on the podcast with yeah. different people, yeah, and so it's it's interesting for me to hear these different takes on it. But one of the common themes with people that are introverted it was like when the covet happened i was like yeah, yeah everybody was on the same level
1: <laughs> i wasn't happy like yeah like everyone's sick but i was like i was like because I'm, I'm at this point i'm ready to quit my part-time job you know what i mean i'm ready to just be home doing art all day or i'll get the urge to paint when i'm sitting at work yeah um but so having those two weeks off and then telling us that it was shut down for like months i was like Bet. This yeah is, this is fire and then they started giving us the extra money yeah. i was like i'm never going back to work <laughs> <laughs> but no like when i got the extra money i just started investing to my business buying like stuff for home office supplies like printer scale to send yeah. my packages out um all the things that i needed and at this point i know that i can write all these things off too so i'm writing all this stuff off um and then by the time i go back to work i'm i'm only working till Uh, July um, and then I quit Uh, but yeah I I, I, at that point I had already done the George Floyd mural because the salon opened back up but I was trying to juggle that and then all the commissions that I was just now getting it was it was a lot and then I was really scared to put my two weeks in cuz like I'm the type that always wants to stay at a job for a long time and yeah. I'm always a good worker and like I know people we had good connections there um but I just and she was really helpful um cuz she it was a small business and she's a small business owner so like she gave me tips of like to get a score mentor and and do things like that so she was really helpful in that aspect and so she understood that like I was going to leave soon. Yeah. Um. So it was, it's no bad blood. I still go to the salon and get my hair done and stuff there. But I think it, yeah. it, that has to happen. Yeah, a lot. People just, know that people me, are going to, I don't on. know. I just feel really guilty. And so I feel you like felt sad,
0: not scared. You said you were scared. You felt scared yeah. to tell her.
1: Yeah. I was scared to tell her. Like okay. I emailed her.
0: so you were like I'm not doing it in person I'm gonna have to email you
1: I was just home like you know what
0: did you do it bad formal yeah I did it formal
1: I did it formal (laughs) and like I didn't want her to be sad like I knew she was gonna be sad so like yeah and like she was just going through a lot and her vacation was about to come so I wanted to wait till her vacation so like I stayed till her vacation so she didn't have to find somebody like
0: that's cool so
1: it was was no bad blood I didn't want to leave like and just not show up because there were jobs where I just quit and didn't go back because yeah. I was like I'm yeah. gonna be an artist I'm just I don't really need this job I'm just gonna quit yeah. and not show up and I was never like that though but you
0: can appreciate good people when you're yeah. working and sometimes it's like it, it's it, it's just business but mm-hmm. um, you know thank you for your help but I you know I, I, <laughs> yeah. gotta, I gotta go yeah <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so it was it was very scary for me uh, to go full time as an artist but I just felt like I needed to take the step to yeah. to know that I tried and then I'm still doing it.
0: Well, let's talk about that because I didn't go full time with what I'm doing, but I I definitely did. Um, like when I went to Tate, I took a pay cut because mm-hmm. I wasn't working any overtime. And I said, I want to one day quit and just focus on this. But that's got to be a big jump. Mm-hmm. And when you said I was scared to do it, I, I was wondering if that was referring to like committing to the unknown where you don't have the safety net of the job there's like this is all on me Mm -hmm. this is all on me so like how was that for you scary yeah it's
1: it's still scariest thing in my life
0: because you're combining your your love and your joy and Mm -hmm. now there's business with it Mm -hmm. and so do you find is that a juggling act for you
1: it is it is because some some days like I'm just ready to quit the shit. Yeah. <laughs> but um I I, I just go drawing. Yeah. I, I just I guess I just need a break sometimes and like I'm to the point where I feel like I've been on go for the last three years since COVID. Mm. And I, I, I haven't gotten like a, a really long vacation and rest and time to kind of sit in all the things that I've co- accomplished. Like I feel like when I finish something, it's just always on to the next thing. Um but when I did quit uh, my job, I had things lined up all, like, that rest of the year. Oh, wow. And, and so I I knew that I had money coming in at at those times. So I was more, I guess, secure, but still scared that I that I put my, my two weeks in. But I knew that I had things coming that I would make it happen yeah. if I needed to.
0: How do you balance the, like, knowing this is where you need to go with your work, but you don't want to lose your love for what you do because it's become like commercialized or there's Mm -hmm. so much business because sometimes you have to like you have to do this yeah you got to put the work in the Mm -hmm. like i said the admin
1: yes and i'm still learning that today before i got here i was just retyping my my art commission agreement that i send to people that i do commissions for okay um but yeah that's a whole other business aspect. so i'm I'm really glad that i can pay evita to help me with a lot of this stuff because a lot of times i'll just ask her a question and she has like a template ready for me boom (laughs) (laughs) that like makes me so happy for my artist brain there you go because i'm not thinking about that but i want to be to the point where i can hire somebody to do this admin work for me Or like come in when I have certain projects and things like that to just kind of let me focus on on the art that I need to create.
0: Yeah, It makes a lot more sense to me where I'm, you know, when I hear people who have somebody that takes care of this Mm -hmm. and I'm like. You know, yeah like how can I'm, you trust somebody that's your shit but yeah, now i'm like
1: see but i'm such a control freak that i yeah. i want if somebody's gonna do my stuff i want to see how you're doing it first yeah. or show me how to do I it be- first and then i want to make sure you're doing it right yeah. or let me see it before you do it because like it's not good for, i hate i hate that about myself and then i love that about myself but it it's is like, your brand it's yeah you know what i mean and i always i want everything to look my way and be like to the t and i feel like it's kind of a kind of that childhood trauma thing, like always trying to be perfect and but I for the quality of my art, I want everything to be that way, yeah, and even in the business aspect I want I just want it to be good at that moment, so like it's nice that I can have people to reach out to and give me answers when I need them
0: yeah you you brought up childhood trauma a couple of times is that something you're comfortable talking about I don't
1: know. <laughs> oh, it depends, yeah, yeah
0: is there what about the trauma is is resurfacing in your life now and and or how is it resurfacing in your
1: life? um i would just say a lot of coping mechanisms yeah. and like emotional things that like regulating my emotions a lot okay. is a lot of that i'm still learning okay like before i went to therapy like my fuse was just like so short sure. and i would just be so like rampant at the littlest thing and like i can feel it coming back certain times but i feel like that's when i know that i need a break gotcha. in my business as an artist um but i'm still learning to be able to think about it in that moment and try to reverse my actions before they come out
0: that's that's a it's lot of hard. growth but it's that's
1: hard it's really hard
0: to think like that at 30 that, yeah I'm so, super but i'm young. so
1: self-aware and it's Yeah, like that's what my therapist told me when I went. You're like, you're so self-aware. I'm like, I know, but.
0: That's a gift to me. How do I fix it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be (laughs) self-aware. But yeah, it's like not knowing the certain. So it's nice that I, I have certain ways of learning from her of how to cope with certain things. Sure. But it's not always the easiest thing when you're not seeing it right in front of you when you're in that therapy session or when you're putting it to the test out in real life. Yeah. So I feel like yeah. that's really hard for me. Like I'm learning boundaries and things, but like if I'm trying to stay away from certain situations, am I really growing because I can't put my skills to the test to see if it's helping. Yeah. So it's like, what do I do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but I,
0: I do. I, I commend you. That's a lot. The way, how you are self-aware is commendable because you could be self-aware. Like I have childhood trauma. That's my excuse. And then mm-hmm. never really attempt to learn and grow Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I'm going through as I get older. And I'm like, wow, like I'm all of a sudden remembering things differently. Oh, that's, that isn't what I thought it was. Right, that you don't think it's, me you don't up. think
1: it's bad. And when you're a kid, you're like, damn, I really saw that shit. Yeah, But yeah, like, wow, it's why is it fucking me up now? Because I know. Right. But it's like, damn, I was oblivious when I was a child.
0: Well, I feel like that's also like, um, like, the innocence of a child is that, that that brain that's a protective characteristic of a mm-hmm. child they're not going to remember things uh and then when you get older you i, I always you know when, when my daughter got older i said now you're no longer innocent because now you're going to see the world for what it really is and it's <laughs> scary it's scary for me mm-hmm. but you do start to experience life yeah and the truths of your life start to reveal itself slowly. Mm-hmm. It's just like, fuck. Like, yeah, but to be, I was never that aware at 30 and I'm sure you you were dealing with this before. So you were talking about what mid twenties. Yeah.
1: I was always the kid that was very mature for her age. Okay. Like I was always the one that was like looking out for people or like, the one that my my sister and my cousins would be like, don't do stuff around Keisha; she's gonna tell on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing but, it for your own good. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was that was kind of how how I grew up. I was always, I was just, I was a really good kid, but on the inside, my emotions weren't, gotcha. I guess, nurtured as well as I needed.
0: Gotcha. you. Were you sheltered? Is that a part of it, or no? Or
1: uh, no, no, not at all. Um, the opposite? my my parents. Uh, they did a lot of drugs and stuff when I was younger. So I grew up in that kind of atmosphere environment. environment. Yeah. So like my parents divorced when I was 12. So that was a big, a big hit on me, but I lived with my dad, um, since then. So yeah.
0: So you, you, you haven't lived with your mom.
1: I haven't lived with her. Um, I didn't want to go live with her when I was 12. Gotcha. Yeah, just because of the situation, and I wasn't happy with her at the time, but I feel like i always been a daddy's girl, and yeah. like, my sister stayed with my mom, and I stayed with my dad. So, so you have siblings? hmm I have one sister. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's always been me and my dad, and I feel like now he's getting to the point where he's older, and I do have to take care of him a lot, so yeah. it's it's kind of hard when we have this trauma that we're trying to get over and stuff, and then, like... I feel like sometimes I want to leave, but then I feel guilty sure. if I leave because he really needs me. That and goes like, back to yeah. the
0: to when you made the comment earlier about you're doing this work, but mm-hmm. nobody else in your family will do the work. And mm-hmm. so is that what you're experiencing with your father, where you're you're sympathetic and you want to be there for? Him? Obviously, yeah. But then it's also like you need to acknowledge some things mm-hmm. that would help. Was that was that what you're dealing with? Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. I mean, our our relationship has grown. Over the last few years, um, he had an alcohol problem. um, But ironically, he had an episode where he went to the hospital, and that scared the shit out of him. And he just stopped drinking (laughs) liquor. So like he drinks beer, but like he stopped drinking liquor as heavy as he was, and it changed our relationship completely. So that's good. And I feel like. I was definitely a part of that. I was definitely threatening him like I'm leaving if you don't change. So yeah, yeah, that definitely was, I guess, part of his therapy. That
0: makes sense (laughs) when you say that you were very old for your age at a Mm -hmm. young age, Mm -hmm. like mature, Mm -hmm. um, because that typically happens when you have, uh, it's like this, uh, I don't know if it's part of like the fight or flight mentality for a child or it's just like, I don't have any choice, but to mm-hmm. step up and take care of you. Is your sister younger than you?
1: She's uh, older than me.
0: Okay, so you both were you both in that type of fight-or-flight mentality? Do you share that with your sister or no? Uh, she has a different experience? She has a different experience. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different story. Yeah. <laughs> that okay, is a whole different enough. story. But,
1: yeah, I mean, she, we kind of uh, have the same experiences in certain ways, but – um, we're totally different people, and people will tell us that all the time. Like gotcha. we look alike, but yeah, we're we're two totally different people. Gotcha. Yeah. He's he
0: is he supportive with the work that you're doing? Oh your yes,
1: father? yeah. Awesome. He's so proud. He's so proud of me. He wears my t shirts and stuff all the time. There hands you go. my cards out at his job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: so uh, the, 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 that's the cool thing. Then is mm-hmm. it's it's and that's the whole point of the podcast, where it's just kind of like those little things. Mm-hmm. Um, hearing those stories are. There's a lot more in common that we all have.
1: Yeah, we're
0: not just like for sure. You're not just Keisha Finney, this dope ass artist. There's levels, mm-hmm. and it's okay to say, yeah, I have. There's complicated levels to me, but I'm fucking still me. Yeah. Um. And so I, I, I appreciate you. I know. I know that this um coming here and talking was, I'm sure it was difficult to oh, commit I had, to.
1: I had it. it I felt so <laughs> bad. Like. This morning I was do This bad. morning I was crying. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was having a hard day yesterday. I woke up crying, but as the day went on, I was just sitting in my room and doing things around the house, and I eventually started to feel better. But I really wanted to come and finally sit here and talk with you because yeah. we've been trying to schedule this for, for a while for a while. I think so. Like eight months now, <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good.
0: I, I never I never I ta- did more stuff now though. We have more to talk. There about. There we go. Right. So yeah, yeah. Well, I, I never take anything of that. I, um, I understand that what I'm trying to do isn't easy. Mm-hmm. it really isn't, yeah, and so it would be very foolish of me to be dismissive of somebody's concern or wariness of it and so, um, like I'm grateful that you did show up because I feel like we had a great conversation, yeah, and it's good to it's good to to put um a story to the face and really get to know people a little bit more. Um, to wrap this up real quick, obviously I can tell that you're still going to be doing a lot more work with the art. Yes. And, but what what is the goal for you? What's the goal for for Keisha Finney, the brand? Like, what would you like to see happen?
1: Yeah. So when I was first starting out, like my goal, like I I usually try to write my goals in a journal, like every year, cool. about what I'm going to do. And for a long time, full time artist was on there. Okay. And I did that. Um, But then like making murals, I did a Facebook post and it came up as a memory like a few years ago. And I had already done four at that time. Wow. I was like, wow. Um, But the next step for me, um, I want to try to have my Brown Skin Girl series travel and add more pieces to that as well. Um, I definitely want to be able one day to work with a, a big brand. Yeah i know it's possible i see a lot of artists on instagram do it um and that's kind of where i started selling my work was on instagram a lot of people were actually wanting to buy my work that were out of state so it was yeah so it's like dang i can never get rid of instagram that's where like yeah yeah people started buying my shit um but yeah i just really want to work with people who align with what i'm doing and see where it goes, because there's still a lot of things that I haven't done yet.
0: Yeah, one of the things that I, I love is like being alive at this point in time. Not that not that I don't think you couldn't do this if you were born in the 50s or 60s and <laughs> 70s, but what we have at our disposal and what you're able to do with it in the world that you work, it, the art that you're doing, there's uh, there has to be hundreds of thousands of people at any given time coming across your artwork and checking it out do you ever get messages from people across the world or do you ever get any type of interaction with people that you weren't expecting to get interaction from in regards to your work
1: um yeah i, I would say i feel like a lot a lot of times i feel like some people might uh, just a few days ago this page um, on instagram that is. it's it's called young black artists and they have like a hundred something K followers and I've been tagging them for years and they finally reposted my stuff. There you go. So things like that and like little wins like that, it's like for artists posts like that can mean everything because you don't know who's going to come across that post out of all of those people and just little things like that in the social media world. Um, But even in the real world too, just um, being able to meet people that, I probably have never met since covid happened and things have been so weird they're like oh I follow you on Instagram so all of those things are are really cool.
0: But you have to put the work in on your end too. You said you're tagging them. Oh, so it's little yeah. things like that that you have to be here Oh too. yeah, yeah.
1: So Working at my part-time job, I was taking social media classes because I was doing the social media for the salon, too. So I was like, I'm going to kill two birds with one stone and use this for my own business, too. There you go. So when I was making a post for them, I was also making a post for myself. But I just learned over the years that hashtags, tagging locations, like all these different things, which is kind of like a second nature in my mind. Okay. And I guess me being like a millennial, I can navigate sure. that so fast yeah um, tiktok is a different story i'm still trying to go viral on <laughs> <in> there <laughs> but i don't YouTube really make reels. videos of myself youtube yeah.
0: shorts rather YouTube? i have way more success yeah yeah i'm and not in the youtube world I you should, should probably because yeah, they have youtube shorts now mm. and it's it's just like oh okay there's it's a whole other platform that you got to get hip to yeah but for whatever reason the algorithm there it's like
1: yeah, reels are a big thing. Like yeah. I just started getting paid from my Facebook posts though. There fr- you go. From my business page, which is awesome. Like just the engagement, people commenting, liking my stuff, I get like 30, 30 bucks at the end of the month. And that's like that's not much, but just yeah, people commenting Yeah, but the posting, fact that you
0: finally got to that point.
1: Yeah, people commenting on my stuff just gets me paid. That's nice.
0: I think that's cool. I didn't even know that that was, See, I didn't even know it was yeah, a thing.
1: They they'll, they'll email you if you get to like a certain gotcha. I guess threshold. Certain uh,
0: upper echelon, as (laughs) they say. (laughs) I'm still trying to get to
1: like 10K (laughs) on Instagram because then I can start charging people for like exclusive content, which is cool. Oh, okay. So then they could only see certain things. But you have to have 10. And I don't want to buy my followers. I want to be organic.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That that goes back to like the whole like uh, this is the world that we're in and Mm -hmm. I know I got to make money, but Mm -hmm. I don't want to lose myself in it. Yeah. So I think you should keep doing what you're doing um the henna shit i think is super dope i keep honestly thinking that that's permanent is but it's not
1: your girls would like it
0: <laughs> they will they would i guess i guess that's you see <laughs> see now I, that was on there now i gotta well, let them know i'm gonna
1: be at lancaster pride doing henna this okay. year i try to go every year um i was doing the buchanan festival if you were around in lancaster and yeah. been to that yeah i don't I know grew if up in lancaster. Yeah, yeah i don't know if that's coming back um but yeah that was the first time i actually ever had a henna stand okay like, right. out Outside at a festival do you
0: is that therapeutic for you? It is I like it's very able intimate to, experience where you're drawing on someone's hand yeah
1: or. i I do baby bumps and all of those kinds oh, wow. kinds of things too um but yeah i it's very nice to be able to switch from painting in that like if I don't feel like painting, I can still have this as like an outlet cool, so that's cool, cool and well, i just you, didn't I just didn't want to pay somebody to do it. that's why I started. I think that's the <laughs> I was like I could teach myself on yeah. artist. so.
0: That's one of the. That's like one of my like uh, the mm-hmm. biggest p- part about me is like I never want to just assume, um, a that it's going to be easy and I can do it. But but more mm-hmm. so, like I know it's not, but I can't fathom that I'll just sit here and let somebody do it and I'll pay them. Like <laughs> what yeah. I used to do is like like you just told me, um, somebody needs to fix something in the house. All right, so then I would watch them. Mm-hmm. Would, oh, that's not that hard. I'll go get that tool next time I take care of it myself. <laughs> so it's like right. um you know learning the, the, the a visual it's a yeah. visual learner,
1: that's how I am, yeah, for sure because you gotta I watch so many videos, but
0: I'm a control freak too, so that's yeah. a part of it though, yeah it's, it's just like, like I want
1: to know how things work,
0: yeah, yeah, because I don't want nobody trying to screw <laughs> anything up. and plus, I know how I like it.
1: yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only one, and I'm not crazy. Oh no, trust me uh, there's
0: there's times where I'm like, you know, one day, I really am going to need a team, because um, that's where I want to go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But that's going to be hard, and yeah. I'll probably end up losing people.
1: They're going to be like, "This man's I, crazy, this man. motherfucker." <laughs> but I like, yeah,
0: you ain't doing it the way I do it. But I guess, but
1: there's genuine people that love you for you, and will be okay. And like, you're like, oh, he's hopefully. just he's just in his bag. He's having he's having a moment. He just needs He'll his energy fine. drink. Or like my favorite meme that I saw was like i'm i'm gonna bitch and cry about it but i'm gonna get it done still
0: there you go yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
1: yeah i like that one
0: all right well great well this was an awesome conversation how do you yeah. feel now
1: better yeah i'm glad i came there you go well, i'm yeah. glad you came too keisha yes. thank you very much thank you
0: this is it all done we did it hey thank you all for watching keisha finney thank you for finally coming down and sitting with the journeyman. I appreciate it. And this episode is finally in the books. Episode 60. Like I said, check out the website. Keisha Finney. Check her out. Support her. Go to her art shows. Hit her up. Follow her on social media. Uh, and and embrace uh, the culture that is locally based. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I get to meet cool people. And I'm going to continue to push this podcast as far as i can and um that's the name of the game that's the goal and i'm not apologizing to anybody for that so anyway i don't know why i said that i just i had the need i had the need to fucking vent. god damn it sometimes you just gotta proclaim shit and i'm proclaiming it jmc nationwide y'all better jump on board now because this freight train will move quickly if you're not holding on you might just fall off Anyway, my name is Felix C. Arroyo. Remember, maintain focus and stay continuous through all four seasons. These are the Journeyman Chronicles. Y'all be safe.